What is up, guys? Welcome to the Dynasty Fan Podcast. I am your host, Caleb Munoz, and with me also is our other host, Ryan Munoz. What's up, guys? How are you doing today, Ryan? Doing pretty good, man. It was a good day. First day back for football. I've been waiting for this for a long time, especially if you're a Dynasty player. You know, you have all those drafts and just been sitting on all these rosters, right, looking at them every day. And so it's good to finally get some points and uh, get some wins and some losses. And it was a good good first week. Yeah, how are your fantasy teams doing right now? Uh, I'm about I'm, – I didn't do too well. I had some injuries. I had played T. Higgins in a couple oh, leagues, yeah. um, Keenan Allen in a couple leagues, and, and then a couple of guys just went off on me. I went up against a, a A.J. Brown. Jalen Hurd stack that hurt, but overall, I'm I'm a little bit over 500. I would probably say, looking at counting dynasties and whatever redrafts for week one. That's good. Definitely good to have some football back and the fantasy starting. So what we're going to be doing right now is just going over a recap of week one. So some of our uh, takeaways for fantasy. So Ryan, go ahead and start us off. All right, so this first one, man, is tough because I don't have this guy anywhere. And I believe in the last show, I even said I was I was kind of fading him just because he was going so early. And that's Saquon Barkley, man. Saquon Barkley's back. Uh, he looked amazing. You know, he had 18 rushes for 164 yards. He had a TD. Uh, he looked explosive. Um, he, he didn't look hesitant at all. He wasn't, like, shying away from contact. He was... He, he just looked like his old self, very explosive. He, he was also catching targets out of the backfield. Um, so that's kind of tough. That's kind of a tough one because, like I said, I don't have him anywhere. But he was just going so early. I have him in a lot of best balls. I think I mentioned that the last time uh, because he was going in round four of best balls um, over the summer that we did. But not in the redrafts, you know, I saw him basically at the, the beginning of round two or the back of round one. Um, so I wasn't really getting much shares of him. Um, and, man, he looked amazing in week one. Yeah. So I would definitely say Barkley's back. He's he, it, As long as he can stay healthy, he's going to be a top five running back for sure. Yep, he definitely looked powerful with his running. Definitely looked like his old self. He was shifty, explosive, definitely showing off the speed. So he got a little game clip here. This was a big run he broke off. So he definitely looks yeah. back, man. Yeah, I had it, I got him a couple of, of a couple of uh, drafts. Got him early, second round and one. I'm definitely happy about it right now. It's still early, but he definitely looked good out there, man. And then also the Titans are a pretty good defense, man. You know, I actually played the Titans in a couple of leagues, thinking that they would, you know, it would be a good little defense. You know, it's to stream and not so much. So. Yeah. So I got a couple ones for running back as well. So my first one, guys, is that A.J. Dillon outperforms Aaron Jones. So for me, I mean, I knew A.J. Dillon was going to get in there, going to get some work, but pretty much doubles him in fantasy points. He has 20 to Aaron Jones, 10, and he also out-targeted him. So I thought, you know, he'd he'd have more carries, which he did. He had uh, 10 carries, I believe, to uh, Aaron Jones, 5. So, But on top of that, then he gets 6 targets right to Aaron Jones is five so definitely AJ Dillon had a great a great workload out there in that Packers offense basically led them in targets so he was their highest targeted player with six targets right behind him was AJ uh, Aaron Jones at five and then you had uh, Romeo Dobbs at five also so what do you think about those Packers games and uh, Aaron Rodgers struggled there 
Aaron Rodgers struggled there without Devontae Adams for sure. Who we'll get into, Devontae Adams had a monster game. We'll get into him later. But what do you think about those Packers? Well, uh, I think they stink, um, the Packers wide receivers. That's what I think. Uh, But I'm a Vikings fan. So, But uh, in – in all honesty, I agree with you on the A.J. Dillon. Um, I don't know if it'll continue, as, at least not the receptions. I, I would assume Aaron Jones, it'll it'll kind of balance itself out, and he'll definitely be the target leader moving forward. But for, for sure, A.J. Dillon is somebody that you can plug in and play um, probably week to week, especially with the, the state of the wide receivers that the Packers have. Um, they were missing Alan Lazard, who I have in a lot of leagues, yeah. and so I'm really hoping that he comes back um, and that he can kind of help Aaron Rodgers just enough. Um, and so I'm kind of high on Lazard if you have him in leagues. I mean, because those the Packers wide receivers just looked abysmal. But we also have to give credit to the Vikings defense. Um, again, I'm not trying to be a homer, but they did invest a lot of money and draft capital in the defense in the offseason, and so I think that was evident. Um so, yeah, so definitely those rookie receivers look pretty much raw, right? Uh, Dobbs had four for five with for 37 yards. Christian Watson, he had, man, the first play. I have it first right play, here. Yeah. Up. First play, man. I thought, man, it was 75-yard bomb. I think he's going to have some big plays. He's going to have some big games. I think he'll be some boom bust. He definitely has a lot to learn. You saw uh, Rodgers shaking his head at him a couple times where he missed him. This yep. was just that first play of the game that, man, you can see, you can see the look. Wow. If you watch, if you watch exactly. the whole video uh, right after that, like Aaron Rodgers had to look like, okay, like he like rolled his eyes, like he's not going to get the yeah. ball again, you know? And he ended up getting he targeted. The, but he looked at the was, coaching staff yeah, a couple of times during the game because there was another one. There was another one uh, kind of in the red zone where it was like a pick play where I think it was Cobb was supposed to pick his man, pick off Watson's man. And he was running a little out route, and he never even looked for the ball. He didn't look. He looked late, and Rodgers had already thrown it. It almost got picked off, and Rodgers was looking at the bench. So mm-hmm. definitely going to have some growing pains there, but he has some sneaky upside as well. So I think he's going to have a couple of boom games, like I said. So, Ryan, why don't you take us into your second one? Uh, the second one, uh, which is something that I was – a player that I, I'm, I'm really high on. I own him in a lot of redrafts and a lot of dynasties. I traded for him, and that's Tyreek Hill. A lot of people said to sell Tyree Kill, don't draft him in round two. Um, you know, he's not going to perform with Tua. You know, that's just nonsense, guys. If if players are elite, um, they can perform. Um, so Tyree Kill had 12 targets. Um, he had eight catches or eight receptions. Um, he led the team in targets. He led the team in catches, and he led the team in yards. So he had – Eight catches, 94 yards. Um, and and really, Tua really didn't even have a good game um, as far as for fantasy is concerned. But Tyree Kill, he's he's going to get targets. They they paid him money, um, a lot of money. He's the wide receiver one. I mean, Jalen Waddle caught, I think he had a couple of catches. I know he had a touchdown. Targets, I think. He had a touchdown. Basically, uh, it was all in one play. It was a good yeah, play. But so he it was a big targets. play. But, I mean, moving forward, I mean, if they're going to – Force feed Tyree Kill the ball. They're gonna try to get him the ball in space, um, and that was evident. So um, he's somebody that I, I definitely think uh, is gonna be. Uh, he's a wide receiver one. He's top ten for fan for fantasy. Um, and then the target share. I mean, over thirty six percent or thirty five percent target share. That's just crazy. Thirty six. Yeah. 
which is great. Ridiculous. And also so the Patriots. Good. Well, really quick, the Patriots are usually notorious for game planning and taking away your number one weapon. That's yeah. kind of what they do. And, you know, it didn't matter. Tyreek Hill was a monster. So that's a great little segue into mine because very similar. We have Devontae Adams. So a lot of people, too, are saying there was people saying to fade him, right? They were saying without Aaron Rodgers, they weren't sure how it was going to be going from the downgrade of Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr, who Derek Carr didn't didn't play bad, didn't play good at all. He had a bad game with turnovers, but it did not matter because 17 targets, 46% target share for Devontae Adams, which is ridiculous, insane numbers. And he had 30 fantasy points. So first game with Derek Carr, 17 targets. Man, that's just a great game. 30 points. Probably going to be the lead receiver, one of the lead receivers, right? Top three. I know Chase had a good game. So did Jefferson. But, man, that's just – it's good to see. If you if you drafted Devontae Adams in that uh, late first, early second, you're definitely happy with what you saw with the first game. You had Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro out there. Both got six targets. So – with them on the field, still Devontae Adams just dominates. Yeah, it kind of goes back to my point. You know, it's like people weren't sure how he would do with Derek Carr. I mean, he did yeah. amazing, right? Elite wide receivers, yeah. they're going to perform. Yeah. And so uh, I, I'll tell you what, I have one team in a redraft. It's a 10-team league redraft. I started Adams in round one. This is my draft. Adams and then Diggs and then A.J. Brown, who we're going to talk to here about here in a second. And that team is looking pretty nasty. Yeah. I think we can go into AJ because we're just still going with this theme of wide receivers. Yeah. AJ was a monster, man. That team I'm talking about, I like I said, I, I got him in round three, I believe, uh, at the back end of round th- three in that draft. And then I tagged up, tagged him up with Jalen Hurts, and that team is looking really good um, with those three elite wide receivers. Um, uh, and AJ was just, he was a monster. It kind of goes back to my point where, you know, a lot of people didn't like, oh, he's going to the Eagles and, you know, how is that going to work? They already have Smith and Jalen Hurts doesn't really throw the ball very well. He's more of a running quarterback. Nonsense. AJ Brown, 13 targets, um, 10 receptions, 155 yards, just a, a monster game. And really, Devontae Smith, who I have in a couple of leagues, he didn't do anything. He scored zero. And so, uh, you know, just a huge game. And I, I really think it's going to continue because the way that they're using him, they're moving him around the field, um, and Jalen Hurts is looking for him. And so I think, you know, that's a really good a really good combination to have. It's a great stack um, to have moving forward. Yeah, you're definitely happy. I have, them, I have the A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts stack, and I'm definitely not worried about that fantasy, champ, that fantasy week or that fantasy matchup. So let's go into some running backs. We had one on A.J. Dillon. I'm going to talk about another player coming off of a serious injury, but J-Rob, James James Robinson looked great first game back. It's kind of crazy because he barely really started practicing, and they were unsure if he was going to play, and he comes out. He outcarries ETN, which we'll get into. He has 11 carries for 66 yards, so six yards per carry. On top of that, he has – Two targets, and he gets the touchdown. So James Robinson, man, for coming off an Achilles tear yeah. in such a short time, he definitely looks great out there, man. So that if you have J-Rob and you got him in round 13, what a pick, right? What a steal. And I'll get into ETN, too, because ETN looked good also. He had 
only four rushing attempts, but 47 yards. He broke off, I think it was a 25-yarder. Yeah. So out of those four plays, he broke off one, a 25-yarder. So I think he's going to get some more uh, carries. He's going to get more involved in that offense. He had 11.75 yards per carry. So just those four carries, but 47, pretty much 50 yards in four carries. And then he had those two receptions. I think it was four targets. And one of them that he fell down, I think he would have got a touchdown. One of his targets, he turned around, he caught it kind of on the spin, and then he ended up tripping up, falling down. I think if he stays on his feet there, he gets a touchdown for sure. So definitely, Etienne, I think, is going to increase his opportunity as far as getting some more workload in that backfield as far as carries and receptions. So definitely looks good for Etienne as well. So I think he has some some upside still. I'm not all the way down him. You definitely don't like that you picked him if you picked him like in round four. You're definitely not happy about that. But I think that his role will increase in this offense if he continues to make plays like this. Yep, I agree, man. Um, I, I didn't think Jalen – I didn't think Robinson was going to be this good right out of the gate. Um, but it kind of gives me some hope as uh, the uh, Cam Akers owners out there, right? Hopefully – yeah. You know, you know, if if James Robinson can return and look this good, maybe that gives us a little bit of hope for my Acres shares and maybe even my Dobbins shares. I know it's not the same injury. He was uh, the uh, ACL, but still, right, it kind of gives me some hope for those guys because I have a lot of shares of them in dynasties and things. So, uh, yeah, definitely not something that I, I expected for sure. Yeah. And I know you want to talk about another young running back, rookie running back, so why don't you lead us off with that? Um, so – the running back I want to talk about is Brees Hall. Um, he didn't really have necessarily a great game. Um, I believe he had only like 10 fantasy points. Um, but he had – and he only had six carries. So Michael Carter had, I believe, 10 rushes. Um, Brees Hall only had six carries for 23 yards. But he had 10 targets out of the backfield. Um, Brees Hall had 10 targets, splitting the time, and he had six catches. And he definitely showed uh, glimpses of – you know, just the potential and the explosion and the athleticism. And so I definitely think um, he's somebody that, you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, if we're just patient, he can pay off. At least that's what I'm hoping. I got a lot of shares of him in round four and five. And so he's like my RB2. And then I went and got guys like Chase Edmonds or Devin Singletary to kind of hold me over um, until hopefully Brees Hall kind of slowly but surely will take over more shares and more snaps in the backfield. Although Michael Carter looked great, I just think that Brees Hall is a special player, and slowly but surely they're going to start giving him, uh, you know, more snaps, and they're going to try to get him the ball. So, yeah, I definitely think it's only a matter of time before Brees Hall takes over in that backfield. Definitely the better running back and talent out of the two between him and Michael Carter, and that's no knock on Michael Carter, right? He's been he's been good at RB two last year, but definitely not the talent of, of Brees Hall. So I'll go into my last one is going to be, and it's probably going to trigger some people, but I've been saying this, CMC's ceiling is not the same, right? A lot of people are saying he's the for sure one-on-one. If you don't take him, you're a coward. And I'm not doing an early victory lap because I know it's still early. But a lot of people are saying if you take him one, if you didn't take him one-on-one, basically you're a coward. It was just, it was stupid to not take him one-on-one and to pass on that 30-point ceiling that he has. But really he hasn't had that for two years, right? It's like, okay, my, he, he might have done it a few games, but definitely in that that Panthers offense, they look terrible. Baker, I mean, you would think in the revenge game, Baker coming back, 
you would think that the Panthers would have just dominated. Right? And I know the Browns are good, but definitely concerning if I am holding CMC and I picked him. Right? I did get him actually round uh, pick two in one league. But if you have CMC and you got him at the one one, I would definitely be concerned, guys. Fifteen points, fifteen fantasy points, and that was with a touchdown. Yeah. So he only had ten carries, ten carries, and I think it was four targets. So man, you could probably look up. I'm sure other running backs that you got maybe like in round nine or ten that probably had that stat line, ten carries and four targets. So for CMC and the ceiling that you were hoping for when you're grabbing him early on in your draft. You definitely got to be concerned. I would be scared. I would be worried if I'm holding CMC, especially in that Panthers offense. They didn't look good. Baker didn't look good either. So I'd be worried if I drafted CMC at the 101. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, I didn't have any drafts where I was that that high. I, I seem to be anywhere from the middle to the back end of all my redrafts. So I have no shares of him in redraft. I have shares of him in Dynasty, but – um, yeah, he, he didn't have a good game. Um, he didn't have a lot of touches that, you know, he, he had, like you said, 10 rushes, um, a couple of catches, but he just uh, didn't have a good game. And if it wasn't for the touchdown, he really would have had digit points, so, nine points without um, a touchdown. It is early, though, so I'm hoping that, you know, they'll, you know, slowly but surely give him more touches. I mean, I, I would yeah. think next game he's going to have more than 10 rushes. He's going to have to to run the ball. Um, I think they're going to want to run the ball more. They kind of got down early um, in that game. And so it seemed like they just went away from uh, the running game a little bit. So maybe, you know, moving forward, he'll get more work. And so we'll see, the right? Jerry's still out. We'll see. Jerry's still out, but it definitely doesn't look good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Anybody that took him over Jonathan Taylor, that was a mistake for sure. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Taylor's shown that he's just – you know he's the what he's the running back one yeah. past Taylor two years. Ridiculous. Thirty yeah. carries, I think he had thirty carries. Whoa! And then That's another thing is if you didn't and, get it. Yep. And then the other thing that we said multiple times in TikToks and in different, uh, maybe on here Social too. Medias. Yeah, mm-hmm. but is just that the the one hundred two after just Justin Jonathan Taylor, the one hundred two wasn't McCaffrey. I mean, we were going Justin Jefferson. We were going yes. Cooper Cup. A lot of people said we were stupid. Yeah. We had the comments we were stupid. Oh, yeah, you're an idiot. Uh, no, no, we're not. You know, it's like because these wide receivers in today's game, the way the game is going, wide receivers just have such a high ceiling, especially wide receivers like Cup that are going to get a huge target share. Look at Adams. Yeah. Adams was going at the end yeah. of round uh, one yeah. and even early yeah. in round two. So I mean that's crazy. If he, I mean, is he going to keep giving you thirty points a game? Probably not. But I mean, he has a high ceiling, and so definitely, man. So it was a great week one of some football. We'll be doing another recap tomorrow night after our Monday night game. Looking forward to seeing Russ and those receivers. We'll see how Seattle looks with Geno Smith. Oof, probably not good, but we'll be doing a recap tomorrow as well as well as a waiver a waiver wire show on Tuesday. So thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe, and we'll see you guys next time. I need a big game from Judy tomorrow. Come on, Judy. Let's see. Let's get it.